0: Hey everybody, this is Tim Wolf, and this is my podcast, episode six. And this is day two. I'm on my way to the day two of the Millionaire Mind Intensive. Just I couldn't remember what the I meant stands for. It stands for intensive. And it is intensive. I I, I would recommend that anyone take it who hasn't taken it. We all have these hidden, these hidden subconscious glasses that are filtering our view of money everything around money and our subconscious has so many more neurons firing than our conscious we don't even know how it's affecting us and you go to the millionaire mindset and well i've only been through one day and it's been worth it already it's not very expensive at the at the uh, national achievers congress you you could actually didn't have to pay anything but I did buy the VIP because there were some extra things that came with it. But the VIP, I think, was $99. Uh, now, I don't know if that's a special program, but I'm assuming it's fairly common. And he says they do the nat- the they do like 500 seminars a year, uh, National Achievers' Congress. I believe that's what he was speaking about, and he's part of that. Anyway, and, and they do, just to be warned, they do, I mean, they're not making their big bank on that seminar, especially because you can come for free, Uh, so they do have a, at least, well yesterday we had one that was probably about half hour he was pitching in, and a number of people signed up, I didn't because I've got so many, so much training on my plate already, and I'm I'm sure it's good training, Uh, so the one thing that he recommends and you can read this in, in the book, Harvey Ecker's book, which I read the day before, finished it the day before the seminar, uh, talking about dividing your money into different categories and one category is education. Ten percent of your money should go into education according to this system, the JAR system. So investing in yourself is the best investment you can make and all i can say is i'm not I'm not getting paid there's no affiliate money i just after one day it's definitely 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 moving the needle substantially i wish i would have done it years ago i think anyone who has parents should get their their probably i don't know what age would be the minimum age but maybe teenager to help them understand about money and that's something we don't teach in school and we should because money is so important in our lives, we can't function in society without it. I mean, yeah, you could go live in a cave and eat berries and birds, but that's not what I'm. Mean, anyone that I know is going to do. Uh, it's kind of interesting, just random uh, rabbit trail here. Which my friends who know me know that I'm a big rabbit trail guy, and we were flipping through the Netflix or maybe it was Amazon all the different channels we got so many options for watching watching programs if you want to sit down and and consume some some show anyway and I think it was in Netflix it was these uh, preppers yeah that's what it was these people who were planning for a doomsday scenario apocalyptic scenario and I think it was one hour show and half hour for each family and there was this guy who lived in Pennsylvania and he, uh, he lived a few hundred miles from a couple of nuclear reactors and he was absolutely convinced that there was going to be a radiation leak and that he would have to have doomsday prepping uh, preparation have done, have had it done and he was, he had his wife and his wife's sister, and they all lived together, and it seemed like this guy thought about this all day long, every day, and on weekends, they would do exercises, and he had all these, his big thing was redundancy, and all these ways of getting out, he said, you're not going to be able to get out, he had live close to a lake or a river, and he'd get dressed up in this camouflage, you know, so he looks like... His clothes have things that look like bushes hanging off of them or shrubbery so that he blends right into the the greenery. And he had all these walkie-talkies and this code that he would talk. And and they would do these exercises on the weekend. And he says, we think about it constantly. And he had, like, lots of food and guns. And he spent his entire... Here's my takeaway. He spent his entire... Living life in fear, of in fear of a catastrophe that could happen, and I know it's it kind of goes. I think that that group of people kind of goes with the conspiracy. People think uh, conspiracy think people, and they they feel like they've got something over people who don't know or believe this conspiracy. And I think the preppers have that same mentality. And who knows? Maybe cataclysmic event will happen and they will have the last laugh. See, I'm not sharing my food with you. I'm not sharing my my blind that I can hide from people with you. But here's the one thing I've learned in life if I've learned anything. Life is unpredictable. You never know. I mean he could you could be prepping for a disaster and a completely different disaster happens. Maybe that's a cop-out, but that's my viewpoint. I don't want to live in fear. I want to enjoy my life to the fullest. I only have one ride on this merry-go-round, and I'm I'm going to maximize it. And that goes right back to money. Money, unless you're going to be a prepper and live in the wilderness and live in a cave and be prepared for that. But even you need money to buy those things to prep. You need to buy the food and the camouflage gear and the boat. In a boat and go down the river, because that was one way he was going to get away. I don't know why he was leaving, but he, where he was going, I mean, what if he wanted to go the other way? And uh, anyway, I'm not going to live in fear, and I'm also not going to let my money, my fears about money or my preconceptions about money drive my life, and I'll encourage everyone else to, to do the same thing, and if you can help understand what your your training or We're all ingrained with with our financial blueprint, how we feel about money. Primarily from the ages of one to seven. For parents, TV, if you had TV, we didn't have TV in my house. And teachers, when you start school, and culture, church. We were a big church-going family. We used to go to church two, three times a week. Sunday morning, Sunday night. It makes Wednesday's, but sometimes we did. Anyway, a lot of impact around that, and it affects your view of money even to this day. And so we do these exercises, try to pull that out, so you're conscious of it, and just be aware of it. And that's the first step: become aware of it, and then try to deprogram it so it doesn't drive your decisions subconsciously, uh, sabotage your money decisions. So anyway, that's that's going to be the end of my podcast this morning. I hope that you will consider the Millionaire Mind Intensive and get, get, get to a program if it comes to your city or your town. It's pretty amazing. And hope you have a great day. See you next time.